Welcome to a special episode of our Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Rainmaker Multiplier process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope everybody had a great holiday season and uh, our topic today I think is very, very uh, appropriate because we're starting the new year. Um, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about and then I'll introduce our uh, baristas who are going to uh, help me today. Um, the two topics are the ambassador program and uh, goal setting. Um, the ambassador program, for those of you who um, haven't used it much, I think it's a very uh, integral part of growing your business, uh, staying connected with the right people uh, and whatnot. And, and, and what, we, what we strive to do in the ambassador program is to help you with goal setting, um, give you expert advice, you have quarterly calls uh, and resources, you know, to grow your business with the ambassador, um, help you with connecting, staying connecting with the right people and your support. And um, we share a lot of industry and business experience. So that's pretty much the program. I, I love it. I enjoy it. Um, I get to speak with uh, the, the top advisors in our organization on a quarterly basis. Uh, some of you uh, more frequently than that. But again, we're going to talk about the program. Um, and while I'm thinking about it, uh, Adam Free, uh, Freeland uh, has a podcast um, on this same subject that we're talking about today, um, mainly goal setting, that you should take the time to listen. Uh, I highly recommend that you, uh, you spend a little, little bit of time you know, uh, uh, looking at that. Uh, we've invited uh, Keith Heritage, uh, Julie Manning, uh, Conrad Levinsky, and um, Jeff Lewis to kind of chime in today because they are regulars on the, on the program with me, along with, you know, probably 80 others that I talk to regularly just to talk a little bit about goal setting, what they're getting out of the program. Um, you know, when we when we built the coaching program before um, Mary Sturt uh, came on board and, and, and we adopted her program, one of the things that we did was use the SMART uh, acronym for goal setting, S-M-A-R-T. Uh, when you're putting goals together, they need to be specific. Uh, they need to be measurable needs to be something that you can achieve, needs to be something you can record, and you, know, you need to have a time element involved in it. For example, you know, you want to lose weight. Well, um, how much weight do you want to lose? Well, I want to lose, you know, 20 pounds. Um, that's probably achievable. If you said 200 pounds and you weighed 198, it's not achievable, you know? Um, is it recordable? Absolutely, it's recordable. And you want to lose it in how much time? So, and, you know, I like to look at goal setting from a, from a professional, a personal. Uh, my goals include uh, um, civic activities, uh, you know, uh, just, just much different things. 
But one of the parts of the of goal setting that I think is extremely important that a lot of people uh, don't have is an accountability partner. And um, you need somebody to work with, and that's what I, I do with the ambassador program. I, I'll help hold you accountable. So um, who wants to go first and talk a little bit, uh, Julie, you or, or Keith or uh, Jeff Conrad? Yeah, I'll be glad to talk. Um, so I've been working with Carl for a little over a year-ish. And um, and so I came to CTP about uh, almost four years ago and um, was struggling right from the get-go about how I was going to grow my business. And when I started getting on the calls with Carl, um, you know, Carl's got an answer or he's got a an expert for everything. So whether it was goal setting or whether it was you know, other other topics that were concerning me. Sometimes I lie in bed and come up with these questions. I'm like, who am I going to call? I'm going to call Carl first. And then Carl's going to talk to me about it. And then we can work through what other expert on the mentor uh, connect calls can help. But um, specifically for me, because it's it's just me. I have my daughter who does my admin. I don't have anybody to be accountable to except me. So I've really enjoyed that because when I know that call is coming up, I'm like, oh, oh, I've got to get ready for that call with Carl because I promised him I would do you know X, Y, and Z. And um, like probably all of you, you don't want to show up and, and not have everything in, in good order. So I guess for my big takeaway is um, he's helped me think through how to grow my business, which I, I need to hire another advisor, uh, even though I don't want to, I need to. And so he's, he's really kind of pushing me in the right direction to grow, whereas I may not have... Um, had I not engaged with Carl on a regular basis. Well, thank you, Julie. I appreciate that. The program is not just me. Uh, it, it is the Mentor Connect and all the other stuff that, that uh, we do. And, and I want to congratulate Julie on making the uh, Advisor Connection trip. We're going to be in Mexico together and uh, looking forward to spending, you know, uh, some quality time uh, with you and uh, Greg, right? Yeah. Sounds good there. So, um, Conrad, I know you've been with us now for about a year, and I remember meeting you in uh, in uh, Atlanta. We had lunch together, and I thought, yeah. man, this is a young man that's really gonna gonna go places with us. And, and you're and you're you're starting to click. You have had some really unique challenges with your tax practice, uh, and I know that you and I are working through some of those things. Um, Tell me what um, what you think about the program and um, and Julie, be thinking about. It. I'm going to come back to you in a little bit and tell me how you set goals and whatnot. And Conrad, uh, you know, what do you do for goal setting and whatnot? Yeah, so I, I mean, I I appreciate uh, everything you've you've helped me with in the past year. Like you said, I came on to C2P about a year ago. And since then, it's it's been kind of a whirlwind, right? Uh, with with 2022, the the market being as as bad as it was, and then trying to implement the bucket plan, and you mentioned the tax practice that, uh, quite frankly, uh, it, it it's been a challenge. The, the starting from the tax side, coming into financial planning and, and services. All right, and well, a, on the tax practice, I want to make sure everybody understands the challenge wasn't building the tax practice. The challenge that you're having is transitioning uh, more towards an advisor role. Is that correct? Correct. 
Yeah, going from a, a transactional tax shop to a relational financial services business, it's been tough. Um, but I think the, the big thing was, uh, you know, what you've helped hold me accountable to is not all revenue is good revenue. And sometimes you have to lose in order to gain. And, and so what we've done is kind of set some, some metrics that are kind of the exact opposite of growth in terms of what I need to be doing, but it's really more about how do I create time in order to start talking to the right client. Uh, and, and so that's been, it's, it's terrifying, right? You, you go into that and you say, I intentionally have to stop doing what I've been doing for 20 years, but in order to get to where I want to be, I have to make these changes. Uh, and I think having, I'm going to call you that mental crutch uh, to, to help support along the way, as well as hold me accountable to, to specific actions has been, it's been a game changer. You know, uh, I'm, I'm down about 40% on the tax side intentionally. And, and hopefully with the changes that we've made, we're down another 10%. That was the goal, right? Was cutting about 50% of the tax workout in order to create time. So we're almost there. Uh, now it's it's it'll be time and, and I'm excited to see kind of the 2023 goal setting when we talk about it, Carl, you know, all those mentors that I have available as, as part of C2P is huge uh, and, and how to start putting those things into place and, and having you help me logically talk through those and really set those up in a manner that that helps me be successful is, is going to be cool. uh, it's a game changer it really is. Very cool. You know, uh, there's an adage out there that I've heard many times. It doesn't sound like it makes sense, but it does. Sometimes you have to subtract in order to multiply. And you have to take away some of the things that are, that are uh, holding you back uh, in order to grow. And, you know, it's like uh, you can't see the, 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 the forest for the trees. It's the same situation here. You really need somebody from an objective point of view on the outside looking in that can help you make those changes and realize that the changes that we're making uh, are really good changes. They may hurt, you know, nobody likes change, but um, being in the business for 35, 40 years, like I've been, I've seen so many changes. And every time there's a change and we can roll with the punches, we always come out on top. So, um, you know, uh, continue to uh, subtract and add the stuff that you really, you know, want to do. And, and working real close with you, it's a tough situation because the majority of your revenue was coming from the taxes. But, but one of the things that's happening, tax season used to be um, February through April. Now it's, it's, with us, it's 12 months, you know, it's yeah. a solid 10 months of hard work and, and in the last two two months of the year, it's making sure RMDs. So it's all tax related, you know, type situation. So if you're going to be an advisor and be in a tax practice, uh, you need to have some help and somebody else doing the the I call it administrative work, which which preparing taxes is administrative work. Uh, doing the intake and the and the delivery and the advisory part of it. That's where the advisor makes money and is actually uh, a resource to um, the client. So I know you mentioned that, you know, you're not going to sit down and take a look at your goals. Um, uh, you know, are you, uh, 
when I when I look at goal setting, I look at very specific goals, uh, but I also look at the goals that I'm going to try to accomplish the first quarter of the year, the second half of the year, and then by the end of the year, because I want to be able to look back and say, wow, did I do all of this stuff, you know? And if we don't measure it on a regular basis and then we hold, we're held accountable, you get to the end of the year and, and you haven't done anything. So right. is that kind of the concept that you're using uh, when you do goal setting, uh, Conrad? Yeah, I, I, I try to use kind of that smart method, but I take the, the overall target, right? The, I, I, I saw somebody describe financial planning. It was really interesting and I've used it before, right? The, it, it's this desire to be at a better point in time and it looks like a straight line, right? And in reality, we have a lot of squiggles along the way. But in order to reduce the noise around those squiggles, right, we can say we have that bigger vision in mind. Now, how do we get there? But really, it's not, not necessarily looking at the squiggles or anything. It's what's the next step, right? And is it as close to the line as possible? And making sure that you're doing that in a manner that you, 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 the first couple steps feel awkward, and then you start jogging, and then you start running, right, towards your goals. And, and that's I think that's the way I go about it. I like to look at time as not so much a one-year increment, but define it as whatever time it needs to be. Sometimes it's a month. Sometimes it's it's 10 years. Yep. So y'all have all heard me say Rome wasn't built in a day, but it didn't take thousands of years. Right. So it's, it's a process. Um, before I get too far down the road, Julie, what are you doing as far as goal setting? So um, I kind of start from the from the end and come back. So I, I, what I has always kind of um, in my previous career in insurance and whatnot, um, I knew that if I was in the top 10 or I was going to qualify for whatever trips were offered, that the money would take care of itself. And, and quite frankly, it's always kind of worked for me. Um, but so that end in mind is that I'm there at the top or I'm there making the trips because I'm making the trips, I'm making good money. But I've had to come back here um, in the last year and definitely in this year going forward and having to break down a little bit. Yeah, I want that. But what do I have to do to get that? And one of the things uh, for me this year is to make sure that I'm not taking in clients that are not helping me achieve that goal, uh, whether they're just difficult people. And I you know, try to weed them out right at the beginning um, or their AUM is not quite high enough for me to, you know, to necessarily want to take on. Um, in addition to that, um, how many classes do I have to teach this year in order to get X amount of clients in my door to, to, you know, to convert them to clients? So we're working on that right now based on what I did last year. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, for me, I, I really don't like to rush my clients. So in all of those projections, I also want to make sure that I have enough time to do the good work that I want to do for them. So the right number of clients that I can do the right you know, the good work so I can, you know, qualify for those trips or be in the top 10 or wherever, wherever I want to be. But I always kind of set that goal out. I want this in the end and then I work backwards from it. Um, so that's, that's how I do it. This works for me because I, I like trips. <laughs> Excellent way to do it. And, and so far in, in, with you and Comrade is a common theme there. And the common theme is not how much money am I going to make at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. It's how am I going to get to where I want to be. And so you're breaking out the things that you have to do that's going to make you successful 
and then the revenue is going to follow at that point. It's about activity, it's right. about time management, and it's about doing the things that, uh, that need to be done. Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth-minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the bucket plan book. Go to claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. That's claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer. Besides me uh, as, a, as an accountability partner, do you have anybody else that you work with? Um, I have worked with uh, Mary Stark previously. I've worked with, um, who's the marketing gal? I can't, her name is escaping me. Um, I, was, I was rebranding my company. And so I had a call with one of the marketing experts um, I wanted to use my name and she's like, mm, do you ever, like, you always want to be in the business. Like you want to be there all the time. She says, why don't you just rebrand Keystone with, you know, however I want to do it, but don't put my name Manny because everybody wants to see me. And I don't, eventually I don't want to ha have to be the one. Right. So she was a lot of help. Um, um, and there's a couple others that I've used, but, and, uh, Jason, uh, Jason is working with, um, helping me grow the business a little bit as well. So. So one of your long-term goals is to bring in more advisors, more people so that you can start. Okay. Um, Jeff, you out there? Mr. Lewis. Yeah, I'm here. How are you, Carl? I'm good this morning. Good to see you again. So yeah. tell me what's on your mind this morning. What are you thinking? Um, well, the two topics we're covering today, the uh, the value of the ambassador program and the goal setting. Uh, I'd like to actually start with the goal setting first. The the approach that I've taken and, and my leadership team have taken uh, over the last several months has been to convert from goals to commitments and to shortening up those commitments. Um, so we have we we're thinking in terms of quarterly commitments annual goals so the only place we have a goal is is at the end of the year but then we have a three-year vision and that's really a lot more pliable and for us that helps us to think through you know where is it we'd like to go but in three years from now it could it could change and we could change course and we can do a whole lot of things that are different but if we want to get there then we back down to our one year uh kind of like julie was saying we we work with the end in mind and so we reverse engineer where we want to be by the end of this year but then we make commitments to say what are we going to do this quarter and uh and the difference for us that that's made is uh, when you make a commitment, it's it's something that has to happen. It's going to happen because your integrity relies on what whether or not it happens. And so for me, that's super helpful um, versus a goal that could be uh, a make or break uh, or make or miss opportunity uh, without as much consequences at the end of it. And so we've we've converted to those quarterly commitments and and then uh, taken the essentialism um perspective uh, of instead of having multiple commitments or multiple goals that we'd like to make by the end of the quarter, uh, that we just have one or two commitments that we're making so that we can really get laser focused, say no to everything else that's not on that uh, commitment list and really drive to that every day. And that helps me focus so that we can be more, uh, as a team, be more directional in, in what we're doing. And so uh, the two commitments we have 
for this quarter is to hire and uh, and onboard an integrator for our team. And um, <clears throat> Rob Lasivita over at JL Smith has actually already interviewed and uh, and kind of got our integrator on board and getting him up and running. So we, we've got our integrator hired so far for the quarter. We actually made that uh, commitment at the end of last year and we've got him on board and he's super pumped uh, and we're super pumped about him. Um, and then the second one, is to focus on hiring two more advisors to the team. Um, and we've got to do that by the end of the first quarter. So those are our commitments and and we can keep working towards those. And if we accomplish them, we can make additional commitments, but, but we're not going to change course or do anything different until those two things are done. You have some unique challenges that have been working with you on uh, as far as uh, your tax practices. Uh, and I think uh, what we've come to realize is there's no cookie cutter in the industry uh, for what you want to do with a tax practice. Uh, but we, I think we have, or you have a clear vision now as to which direction you want to go in. And, and I think we solved a pretty important issue yesterday on our call as far as uh, the Arizona office. Yeah, that Arizona office that we have um, and really bringing on that tax practice for that office, we're, we're just so everyone else knows, we're buying a tax practice in Arizona to merge with our financial practice rather than starting from scratch. And there's uh, there's pluses and minuses of both directions when you buy versus build from scratch. There's always uh, imperfections in whatever it is you're buying, and you just got to understand that that's what uh, that's what comes with the territory. Um, but uh, the the thing that I think we're most excited about is getting the right fit practice on board, and uh, and then helping those advisors that are there or those tax practitioners who are there to understand the value of the bucket plan and the financial planning process that we go through. And our goal with that practice is to take about 2000 clients that are in that practice currently and whittle it down to about seven or 800 clients who are just full service, all in clients with us. And we'll have, we'll need to hire one of those advisors we're hiring this quarter is for that office. Um, and we will certainly need to hire uh, an additional advisors later on this year, I think, if we can get through the volume that I'm hoping to get through. Um, but this is a multi-year process, so this will be a two-year process probably to whittle down to, to that client list that we're hoping to have. Cool. All right. Um, Keith, are you out there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. There you go. How are you yeah. this morning? I'm good. Uh, Jeff, I may have somebody for you in Arizona, by the way. Uh, connect with me after this. I got a guy, uh, a good friend of mine with a kid that uh, you probably should interview or broke him in somehow. That'd Anyways, be great, man. Yeah. <laughs> so get with me afterwards. That would be good for you. Um, sure. So, yeah, I just, uh, you know, maybe more from the top level down, I probably have 15 to 25 Napoleon Hill books, and I'm reading one right now, Success Through the Positive Mental Attitude. Most of them kind of say the same thing over and over in a different way every time. Um, and, and, and this one really has a, a lot to do with the powerfulness of your words. And something I've done for the last few years that really helps with the goals, and I think the ambassador program does that by meeting on a quarterly, monthly, whatever basis, you know, everybody's doing. But uh, I, I would handwrite like five goals a morning and how I was going to achieve them each morning. I stopped doing that mid last year. I achieved all the goals that I wrote down. 
Um, and I just thought about that earlier in the week. I was thinking I need to start doing that again. But what with the goal setting, I think a lot of times we don't address them often enough. For me, handwriting it was a good way, like in a journal. And they can be personal goals, um, uh, financial goals, uh, success in business, but it'll continually remind you day after day after day how to achieve it. And you'll change your little reasons as to why you're how you're going to achieve that goal uh, throughout the days. But um, that that can be pretty powerful on the goal setting. Most of the problems I do love Jeff. That I think I think it was Jeff or the one before it was uh, the three year. I need to do a three year. I like that idea. That I have not done, um, especially for the office. But uh, I can tell you, even like personally with all the competition stuff I do with horses, which is really tough to control the outcomes, no matter how hard you work. It's not like a normal sport. Um, by just saying and identifying what I want to accomplish and how I'm going to achieve it, it'll just kind of come into me in a weird way. Um, so goals are important, um, but I, I love that daily that daily deal, just writing it down. Uh, you may change it day to day. You may change it day to day a little bit, but uh, and I'll chime in real quick on that daily yeah. deal. When I got into the industry 35 years ago, uh, we didn't have systems like we have at c2p uh we were given a phone book literally and said the last guy in here you know had the f the f's you start with the next letter in the phone book and we did a lot of cold calling and i actually was in the industry for about four months and left it because it was just it was killing me and then went back with a new mindset about four months later and got back in and one of my mentors said carl you have to make yourself do the things you don't like to do to the point where you can no longer do it, if that makes sense. For example, he said, take a book, uh, a, a ledger, like you're saying, Keith, and you got to make at least 15 cold calls a day, you know, and do five in the morning, five at noon, five in the afternoon, and do it every single day to get the appointments that you need. And to this day, I still go back and look at that ledger because I made myself write it down. I made myself do the things that I didn't want to do. I hated cold calling and I had, I hate it to this day, but it's what made me successful and kept me in the business at that point. I'm sorry. I just wanted to interject that. Yeah. And it can be anything. I mean, I, I have one in there about my marriage, my wife, uh, you know, uh, being grateful, uh, looking at things in more positive ways, winning in the horse thing, you know, um, uh, picking up business, being good at managing employees. Um, I mean, all that, like all the way down to dollar amounts of life insurance that I feel like I need to write for the year. I, I picked that up a long time ago from a guy who was like 18, 19 years ago. It was a guy at a company I was captive with and, and he was speaking. He was number one. He was always in the top five. And uh, and I was always in the top 10, you know, and he, the people asked him what he did. And he had this mom, mom uh, montage or a montage what this mantra that he would say every morning to himself and then we asked him to do it like right on stage and he just went through it he said it took him about four weeks before he could do it by heart um, but he could say it out loud and it took about three and a half four minutes of what he was going to achieve specifically how he was going to achieve it what he was going to do weekly how to address what problems came up it was kind of unique so just a nice way to fit in the goals because it's real easy to put a big goal out there um and one thing that I'm not good at is we have to address ways to make our offices be, because not everybody's like me or us. 
uh, where they can just set a goal and achieve it. But, you know, you need to have uh, ways that your office can actually do that same thing to try to achieve it. Um, not everybody's built the same way as maybe a, a lead advisor producer is. Well, we're getting towards the end of our 30 minutes. Uh, I want to thank uh, the baristas that were on here. Uh, we picked up a lot of really, really good information. Um, you know, you can do it through through Elaine. This is not a Metter call. You're not going to be charged a Metter Connect uh, call on that. Um, you know, so get with Elaine. Book them if you haven't already. I know she sent it out at the beginning of the month. You can get on my calendar, you know, and we will go from there. Uh, the other thing is the Mentor Connect program, which is a huge, huge part of uh, goal setting and uh, achieving the things that you want to do through the subject matter experts that we have out here. And, you know, people, uh, I talk to so many advisors, they say, how do you have such knowledge? I said, I don't have the knowledge. I have a type of mind I can remember who told me things that, that that uh, matter. And I've heard, you know, speaking to 100 advisors per quarter, I hear uh, uh, solutions, I hear uh, uh, challenges and solutions. So all I am is, is the voice that's going to help you get to where you want to go by connecting you uh, with the right people. So listen, I, uh, I really appreciate uh, the attendance. I appreciate working with you guys. And this was a fun session. Everybody go out there and have a great rest of the week and uh, happy new years. Interested in learning more about the topics discussed today? We want to know more about your challenges and priorities and how we can help build your custom roadmap to success. That's right, a custom roadmap built just for you. Schedule a free 20 minute consultation with one of our business development partners. Visit c2pe.info forward slash podcast to schedule a time that's good for you. That's c2pe.info forward slash podcast.